I'm Kate Daniels, and I'm so happy to have with us this morning Luke Miner, director of WA 529, the invaluable plan for financial wellness for our kids. Luke joins us as the new enrollment campaign has just launched last month, and this timing is so perfect as it is the time of year that we're thinking about gift giving. What could be more ideal than taking away a future financial burden? Today, investing in a young person's education for their career. It's a very enticing idea, and Luke Miner is here to share some details. Luke Miner, good morning. It is so great to have you here with us once again. Thanks so much, Kate. Glad to be here. You are always coming here with great information, important information uh, around education and all the funding of it, because one of the downsides of it is we keep hearing so much about student loan debt. And boy, that's so overwhelming and depressing, isn't it? It is. It is. But we try to keep a positive face and, and, and help encourage families and provide ways for them to get ahead of that student loan debt. Exactly. And that's what we're all about here this morning is looking at this strategizing, regardless of where in that spectrum uh, your kid, your student might be, uh, this is still all the information about the Washington is it WA 529 or Washington 529? Uh, yeah, WA 529 is the brand we use, or Washington College Savings Plans. And that's just, you know, we're trying out that brand to remind people now we've had the GET program for over 20 years. It's been a great program for Washington families, but we've now added a new offering to the mix called Dream Ahead that just expands the options that are available to families. And we'll get into a little more of how each of those programs works. But WA 529 is just the shorthand for the fact that the state has two ways for families to save for college 529, we're trying to position as a brand uh, throughout the country because every state sponsors these college savings plans. We're trying to really unify under this 529 brand and are doing a national awareness campaign so that people can have that same understanding of college savings plans and that quick memory recall like you have with 401k plans. I think almost everyone these days, when they hear 401k, they'd automatically connect that to retirement. We're trying to do the same thing for 529. It remains to be seen if that's going to stick, but we're, we're trying that for now. Yes. Well, we sure know that it's really catching on here. Uh, it's taken me some months, <laughs> a few of these interviews, to finally kind of really embrace that and know, oh, this is what it is. And so I see that it has a, a great opportunity of doing that. And it's all part, well, being a brand, it's part of the website. So let's just mention the website right off. Yeah, so wastate529.wa.gov. So I'll quickly spell it W-A-S-T-A-T-E-529.wa.gov. I know that's a long email address, so you can even try Googling WA529 or GET or Dream Ahead, and you should be able to get right to the information you need. Yes, yeah, so you've really done everything to around that to make it easy for people to get where they need to be. Exactly, exactly. And we do have a great customer service team for both programs. We have 1-800-955-2318 for GET and 1-844-529-5845 for Dream Ahead. And great people standing by who I work with every day that are just extremely knowledgeable in the programs. And that in itself is very beneficial because websites can give us quite a lot of information. But on the other hand, sometimes there are these nuances. So speaking to a person and really getting all of that ironed out is invaluable. It really is. It really is. And, you know, we caution people that we can't provide financial advice. We can't tell you what is the best plan for you, but we can certainly provide as much information as you could ever want 
that will help you make your decision. But at the end of the day, we also say we encourage people if they have the ability to to consult with a financial advisor to see what is the best way for me and my family to strategize. So I mean, that's what we're all about is helping families make informed decisions, get ahead of these future costs, and get a control on future student loan debt. We realize that you know most families. We also don't want families to be overwhelmed. We know most families aren't going to be able to save for the full cost of college, uh, and that's okay. It takes a variety of ways to pay for college, whether that's your savings, uh, income from both the parents and the students, the student working a part-time job, if you have financial aid, and student loans are often part of the mix for families. But as much as we can shrink that portion of the pie, that's what we're really going for. Even if you have to take those student loans, hopefully that loan debt is much lighter. So, you know, we're not contributing as much to that $1.6 trillion in student loan debt nationally that we're seeing and the fact that Washington students are coming out of college with nearly 25000 in student loan debt. It's not how we want students to be starting out their careers and their family lives. We want them to have a good, solid start so that they can fully participate in the Washington economy and find good jobs and not be saddled by that debt. So... Absolutely, because the idea of that debt sitting right there in front of you as you start a, a job and, you know, you may be fortunate to really get a great salary as you start out, but sometimes that's not the case. And to think of that looming debt is just not a fun way to be starting out on your own and, you know, all this freshness and adventure to have that debt. So that's why we want to talk about ways to save and ideally so the ideal way to do this is to start really early, and that might be even uh, before a child is born. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We always say it's never too early to start, and we do find that families often more and more are opening these accounts before babies are born, uh, and it's easy to do. You name yourself as the beneficiary of the account. So a 529 plan has an account owner, and that's the person who is fully responsible for the account, has full control over it, and that's an appealing aspect for people. But then you name a beneficiary, which is typically a student, a younger a child. But if you want to get started for babies born, just name yourself as a beneficiary. Once they're born, uh, you go ahead and name them as that. And a great example of that is my current situation. My wife and I are expecting our first child in less than two months, and it's you know pretty scary. I know it's uh, a lot, a lot to take in. But at the same time, we're very excited. But we've gotten a head start on our college savings. We've talked over the course of the last couple of years. And I had started doing this and thinking of nieces and nephews, putting money aside. But in, I had kept the account in my name for now and decided that you know now this is a savings that we've already gotten a head start on for our child. And grandparents have since opened accounts for the nieces and nephews. And we're contributing over the holidays and birthdays and that kind of thing to their accounts. So that's, we'll get into more of that too, but that's kind of speaking to that crowdfunding mentality. So start early, get family members involved, and make consistent efforts. Those are the recipes to success with college savings. So first of all, congratulations to you and your wife on this oh, thank you anticipated so much. greatest gift that's coming up in your lives. Oh my goodness. It's it's a pretty amazing feeling, but you know, like I was saying, it's 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 terrifying at the same time, but in, in a good way. In a good way. We just want to make sure that we're doing all those right things to really support uh, our baby's development. And and as we were talking before uh, before we got on the air here uh, about, you know, we're waiting to find out, so we don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but we can still have those kind of imagine what we like hope for them and their future and the things we want to make sure that the barriers we want to be able to knock down for them so they can, you know, achieve their full potential. So Yes, absolutely. And this is one of the big things, is providing the opportunity for education, because education without question 
is so fundamental. Without education, we're we're just stuck at uh, ground zero kind of thing. Definitely. It, definitely. It's about getting kids ready for the workforce, the jobs that they want to have. And we don't know what that's going to look like in 20 years. We've heard a lot of talk about how jobs are changing and automation is changing things. So that whole landscape could be different. But that's why education is so important. It's that conduit to, you know, wherever the economy is shifting the jobs. And so we also recognize that the traditional four-year college pathway isn't for every student. So the great thing about 529 plans is it's higher education, anything beyond high school. There are a variety of ways in which families can use these accounts. You, you can use it at a four-year university, public or private, but you can also use it at community college, technical college, a variety of trade schools, uh, beauty school, um, uh, culinary school, truck driving school. There are a variety of ways you can use that people wouldn't have, uh, that don't necessarily uh, think of when you say college savings, but we that's another reason why we were wanting to go with this 529 approach is hoping that families get that. It's not constricted to one type of college perceived in the traditional way. It's career-connected learning. It's getting people connected with the right training uh, and skills so that they can find the jobs that they want to have. And I really love that approach because college is not the pathway for everyone, Obviously, we know this just from life experience, but also to really lay that out for parents who think, oh, no, must go to college, is to just see that broader spectrum. Maybe your kid is really great, well, in the kitchen, mm-hmm. loves all of that. I mean, to, you know, really impede that doesn't seem quite fair because who knows who they just might be. And and even if it's not the next great chef on TV or something like that, just the idea that they're fulfilling the potential that they came to this planet with. Exactly, exactly. It's all about connecting students with their dreams for the future. And, you know, parents have their dreams for their children too, but and those develop and change over time. But again, the great thing about these plans is it can support no matter what direction a, t- a student goes, you, you often can find a way to use these plans uh, to support that. Um, and, and we'll get into it more, but the great thing about saving with these plans, too, is if plans just completely change and, and higher education may not be on the radar for your child, there are a variety of ways in which you can make different decisions about your accounts, just changing it to a family member, uh, or you can even take your money back out in the end. And it's money that you've saved and has grown over time. The The biggest benefit of a 529 plan is the tax benefit when you use it for qualified expenses. So all earnings in your account grow tax-free and they remain tax-free when you withdraw them to pay for those qualified expenses. So if you don't use them for that, you do have some tax penalties that apply to those earnings. But it's not like you lose your money and it's locked up forever. It's money that you still have access to, and you can make those decisions down the road if, if you don't end up needing them for the higher education expenses. But it's, we try to keep it as flexible as possible. They're continuing to do work at the federal level to make sure that 529 plans remain a good value for families and expand what they can be used for. And the thing is, we may have a dream of uh, getting an advanced degree. It would still apply for, we could use it for that purpose, correct? Right. That's another great use. And so uh, we've seen that play out in a few ways. Yeah, a student may decide that higher education isn't their pathway, but a, a parent who owns the account may want to put put it back into their name and use it for their own college expenses to get to further their education. Or it could be a student got scholarships and didn't need to tap into the account or didn't need to tap into all the funds, but they want to go on to graduate school and then the money's still waiting for them to pursue those dreams. So it is really flexible in how you use it. Families, you know, it's about them kind of fitting it in with their financial strategy and 
the student's academic plan and just figuring out the right time to be drawing from that account. Again, it's all about supplementing efforts that families are already doing. Uh, we want families to start as early as possible, but we also say it's never too late to get started. Anything you can do before college comes is going to help immensely in managing that, that burden of paying uh, those costs. Exactly. And while we talk about having this account, what is so great over time, it's evolved so that it can be used really anywhere in the world. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So one thing, especially when we just had the GET program and, and the way that program works is it's based on increases in tuition at Washington Public University. So naturally you think, well, that can only be used in Washington, right? The, the thing we always have to clear up for people is, no, you can actually use it anywhere. And we talked about the types of schools you can use it at, but you can use it in all 50 states. Uh, we've had students use it in 15 different countries, whether it's through a study abroad program or directly enrolling in a foreign institution. The main criteria a school has to meet in order for a 529 plan distribution to qualify would be the same as what the federal financial aid system uses. So they have a great database that people can search to make sure the school is qualified, but it's an accredited institution They most likely can you can use your 529 funds there. So it's been really rewarding to see. We've had, like I said, all 50 states and 15 countries students have used their benefits in, and that's now 55,000 students and a billion, 1.2 billion in benefits that have gone to support students' higher education. And we have another couple billion saved between these two plans that families are building up their nest eggs to be able to send their, their students to college. So it's incredible the impact it can make, uh, but we still have a lot of catch-up work to do. The 529 industry as a whole, I think, is about at $300 billion in college uh, savings, which is incredible. But again, we talked about the student loan burden of $1.6 trillion, and so there's still an imbalance there, and we're trying to flip that. Yes, yes. And part of that debt, of course, is just beyond tuition, the books mm. and the living expenses. So once again, if your student is able to get a scholarship, those funds, those monies can be used for these other purposes. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, many people, you know, think scholarship, they think, oh, it's, you know, well, it'll be taken care of and I won't need this. And that's almost always not the case because most scholarships take care of tuition first uh, or some portion of that. And then there are those other expenses like you're talking about. A lot of people don't even, uh, don't know that uh, 529 plans can even be used for rent and groceries if a student is living off campus. And so, it's really flexible in the way it can be used. But yeah, like you said, uh, fees, lab fees, books and supplies, computer equipment, room and board, groceries, all those kinds of things. If a student's enrolled at a college, they can use uh, their 529 plan to pay for those expenses. So that's a lot of the very fundamental, important parts of what the 529 plans really offer us. You know, that uh, peace of mind for the future, not being frantic. A big part of it, too, having that plan and talking to your young person about this really is something that instills dreams and hope in their life. Oh, definitely, definitely. We um, see studies that have shown there, there's been these longitudinal studies done by a couple different uh, universities in the Midwest that are tracking kids who have college savings plans. And there's very promising findings that students are more likely to succeed in high school and go on to college if they have a college savings plan in their name and they know it and their their family or whoever's saving for them is talking to them about that and saying, we have made an investment in your future. We believe in you. 
And it's not a question of whether or not you, we can afford to send you to school. It's a question of where do you want to go to school? How can we help you pursue that passion? And so that, those are very encouraging findings that we're continuing to learn more. Um, and obviously, we want to expand access to these programs. So our state's considering a variety of ways to get families at all income levels participating. We typically see middle-income families and higher-income families participating in 529 plans, but we want everyone to, because it's really you know more than just the savings and building the money up over time. It's just as much about that college-going conversation from a young age to tell a student, look, this is, this is part of the plan, and we want to help you get there. So part of that, too, then, uh, regardless of the income level, and here we are at this really prime time of the year when we're talking about and thinking about gift-giving, and sometimes we feel stymied, perhaps, like, what else could I give them, or they have so much stuff Uh here is just the most wonderful kind of gift to give. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's very timely that we're talking about this, Ray, that, that, you know, in the midst of the holiday season, and then you always have birthdays and other milestones that families like to recognize, even if it's kindergarten graduation, now that's becoming a popular milestone to celebrate. But what better way than to make a contribution to a child's college savings account, which sets them up for the future success. And so it doesn't mean it has to come completely at at the expense of those really fun toys that kids are always looking forward to. But, you know, we all know that over time, they, they lose interest in those toys and they often get a lot. And so, you know, what my wife and I are doing, for example, for our nieces and nephews is we're, we're still getting them a toy. We're still getting them something maybe smaller, uh, but we want to make a contribution to their college savings account. And the whole family is getting into that mentality and contributing to it. And so their, their account is going to grow much faster than if they were left to do it on their own. Um, and so, so we're really excited about that, and it, it just feels really good, and everyone can get behind that idea of supporting a child's future. And what I noticed, so I'm going to weave back to the website once again, yeah. so let's mention that web address. Yeah, wastate529.wa.gov, and that has, again, information about both the GET program and Dream Ahead program, which are the states, Washington State's two offerings in the 529 plans. And what I noticed or a couple of key, I think there's lots of great information that's there. So there's a translator. So different languages are available. You can click on that, and it changes the whole scope of the language on the screen, right? Right, and we do have um, tools in our in our contact center. Uh, we can actually get translators on the phone to help if people call in and have questions. So we, we do definitely want to make sure anyone in our state has access to this information. So that takes away that kind of barrier. The other thing I thought was really great is tell a friend. So seeing it, or I'm thinking of it in terms of let people know you've got the program, is that what it is? Definitely. There's a few different ways that people can use Tell a Friend. And and what we found with the GET program, again, our 20 years with that program, it's been open since 1998. Of course, we advertise. We want to tell people about this program. But number one way is people have had an experience with this program say it's you know, one of the best decisions they ever made, and they tell their friends and family. So we provide these tools to make it easy. So you can tell, yeah, you can tell a friend or family member to contribute to your own account, or you can tell them, hey, I think this you should look into this for your own kids or for your grandkids or for your nieces and nephews. So uh, that's the other thing, too, is the relationship doesn't have to be parent and child. It can be a variety of things. We talked about people even funding their own uh, going back to and getting advancing their education. Uh, but we see grandparents, aunts, and uncles. About 15% of our accounts are open by people other than a student's parents. And so um, if there is a, a special student in your life that you want to see succeed in the future and you have the ability to do so, a 529 plan is a great way to, to invest for them in the futures. 
Absolutely. And so it's so much easier to do it that way. Uh, I mean, you can still give a check if you want or no, checks are, are not so popular anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they, they have all these different kinds of uh, uh, card accounts that, that people do. But I think just doing it online like this is simple. Yeah, yeah. The online process for getting an account started takes about 15 minutes. Uh, it's easy to add people as gifters to your account, and a gifter can go in and make a payment in just a few minutes. But yeah, we try to make it easy, and uh, we continue to innovate and create new ways for people to make, just make it easy. You know, we're not quite doing the PayPal, Venmo kind of thing yet, but who knows? We we could be there pretty soon. But we do have electronic payments, make it easy so you don't have to send in a check. But we still get a lot of people that want to want to do that that way. People living in the Olympia area often pop in, and they'll come and want to talk with people on our team and they'll, you know, the check and the paperwork. And that's just fine. That's what we're there for. But we, we see more and more that families want those tools available online. And so we continue to try and enhance that experience and, and are finding that it's working. People seem to be getting the information they want and are able to enroll just fine and and then start their savings. Yeah. Well, we are becoming so much more reliant on, on using the computer for so much of our life. So to be able to do this, it's very efficient in that way. And certainly if we're living, you know, in north north part of the state or in eastern Washington, we need those this kind of tool to do that. That's right. So, it, you know, we do serve all the residents of Washington. And it can be hard to get to all those corners of the state. But we do make a really concerted effort through our outreach efforts to get into communities, hold community events so that people have access to their information. But yes, the best way to get that as broad of a reach as possible is through the web tools we have. And we 95% of our people enroll online. And that just speaks to where we're at today. That's that's just so common. And we need to make sure we're supportive of that. And we're being creative in the ways that we're getting the information out to people. So I do really appreciate that you've invited us on to be able to share this information because this is a very vital tool for us connecting families with this message. Oh, you know, to me, it's so critically important to be informative. And this is just one of those areas that's so fundamental in so many ways for individuals, for families, for our future, for each person's future, that, you know, to really get this message out there and make it something that is doable so that education, higher education feels out of reach. No, we shouldn't be having to struggle with that sort of idea. Exactly, exactly. We want that to be part of the conversation for every kid in our state. And and also, again, we don't want families getting intimidated by thinking about what those future college costs are. We do, we you know, in the past, have spent a lot of time talking about what that price tag might be in the future. And I do think it's an important piece of context for families to have, but we've kind of scaled back the emphasis on that and really those positive kind of reinforcements of like, think about what your efforts today, the impact it can make down the road, because we don't want people getting overwhelmed and thinking, well, college isn't for me or college isn't for my family. Uh, We want them to be able to feel motivated and encouraged and just, you know, taking those small steps along the way and consistent efforts over time. That's that's what we tell people, even if you can only afford $25, $50 a month or, you know, a few bucks here and there, any efforts you make and any way you can get the family involved will add up to a lot more than you might think in the future. So uh, we talk about like the latte factor. If you... Um, instead of buying your cup of coffee every day, maybe you skip it every other day. You know, $5 a day uh, saved over 10 years adds $18,000 uh, to your savings. And that's before any investment earnings. And so those small uh, commitments add up over time. 
So that is shocking on two levels. Like, oh, have I spent that much on my coffee? On the other hand, wow, that is a big dent in that, you know, kind of future college debt. No, it's you're already paying that up ahead of time. Right, exactly. And then, like you said, college debt, that's an, our number one target is to shrink that we're not we don't have any uh i think it's too big of a vision i mean for a vision i think it's a great thing to say we're going to eliminate student loan debt i think the reality is we just need to keep chipping away at it and the best way to do that is for families to save for the state to keep investing in higher education and helping students and our state's been doing that they've made a lot of moves to lower tuition a couple years ago we've kind of talked about how that interacted with the gap program they've also made a huge investment in uh, in financial aid in our state that the state's offering. Now more students qualify, more middle-income students qualify than ever before. And now students are going to be guaranteed that if they qualify for financial aid, they're not going to be on a waiting list. They're going to get that funding. And so that's really exciting work, uh, and that's being rolled out by the state agency that I work for, the Washington Student Achievement Council. So that's an incredible mission to be a part of, is we have one kind of piece of the pie, but I'm part of an agency that's all about helping connect students to higher education opportunities. And that's not just, you know, your traditional high school graduate going into college. It's getting uh, adults who are in the workforce and want to upgrade their skills, getting them back into college, into the classroom to really connect them with the careers that they want. So it's exciting work to be a part of. I think we're primed uh, in our state for making some really cool advances. I mean, they've, they've already done that over the last couple of years, but to continue that work to get more students uh, connected to the kind of education that's going to fit the need because, you know, we have employers out there that are looking for talent and Washington continues to uh, import talent from other states and other countries. And we want, you know, more and more, they say they want people with the skills living right here. And so this is another way to get students connected with that. Right. And education really opens up so many vistas and it really stimulates our imagination, our thinking so that Today, we can't imagine what might be there, but by having the education, it helps develop that brain. So it, it, it's just exponentially more, you know, open and, and seeking further and further out of field. So, I, you know, it, we just can't say how critically important this is and one of the greatest gifts you know, during this month of December and all the different holidays and opportunities for gift giving. This is like a key way to really make a difference in a person's life. Exactly. The gift of education is a gift that lasts a lifetime. That's something we, we've always said. Uh, it really does have such a meaningful impact now and down the road. Again, that toy, it, there, may, there may be a place for that, but that's short-lived. This, your child may outgrow it or just lose interest in a couple months you know, continue to contribute to their college savings while they may not appreciate it as much right now in the moment, they're going to appreciate it down the road in lowering that student loan debt and, again, providing them access to a variety of opportunities. Right. Yes. So, so exciting to think of all that's going on. And and you keep working on this, Luke, to revamp it and make it better and easier. The website, you know, I see how it's changed and it's so much uh, more accessible in a way, really easy to use. Let's mention that website again. Yeah, wastate529.wa.gov, W-A-S-T-A-T-E, 529.wa.gov. And again, that's information about the GET program, which is the state's prepaid tuition program that helps you prepay future college costs. 
and the DreamHead College Investment Plan that offers a different way of saving. It's more like investment portfolios that you'd see in a 401k type of retirement plan. So you can choose your investment offerings and make the right mix that's going to support you know, your savings goals. So all of that information is there. People are are there to take your calls if you want to call in and really get your kind of finer questions answered. So the phone number. Yeah, it's uh, forget. It's one eight hundred nine five five two three one eight, and for Dreamhead, it's eight four four five two nine five eight four five. And again, great people waiting to answer any question you could throw at them. We didn't get a lot of chance to get into the difference between Get and Dreamhead, but we really wanted to focus on kind of all the benefits of why it's important to save. And so, but I encourage families to do their research, learn about these two programs, see which one might be a good for, for fit for them, or a combination of those efforts. You can enroll in both programs uh, if you think there's value for your family and, and splitting it up and kind of diversifying your college savings. See, options. They're right there for us. Well, I am so thrilled that you are able to be with us once again, Luke Miner, to really give us this important information and stimulate us for working toward this more debt-free future for our students. Yeah, thank you so much, Kate. We really appreciate the opportunity, and it's really important information for Washington families who want to help their students succeed and, and have a vibrant future. Well, you are doing great work. Thank you for that. All right, thank you.